Today we're going to be recapping the Flyers' 3-0 loss on Wednesday night up in the Prudential Center. And it the losing continues for the Philadelphia Flyers. We're going to break it all down here on my YouTube channel. Before we move forward, ladies and gentlemen, if you are a first-timer here, if you like what you see, consider liking the video as well as subscribing to the channel. We talk Philly sports all the time from the Flyers, the Sixers, the Phillies, the Eagles, and the Union. So don't ever miss out any of this Philly sports content. Make sure you are subscribed and join on into this family. And without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's get to today's video. What's happening, ladies and gentlemen? Listen, I'm not in a good mood. Absolutely not. I just got done finishing watching the Flyers and the Devils after a Philly sports doubleheader that we had on Wednesday night. And this, to me, is flat-out embarrassing. The Flyers lose 3 to nothing to the Devils. And look, the Flyers now are on a 10-game losing streak. Yes, the losing streak has now got into double digits. But reminder, before we got to this game, the Devils were in a similar situation where they were on a four-game losing streak. They didn't want they wanted to avoid a five-game losing streak. And for the Flyers, as we know, this losing streak is pretty damn bad. The amount of goals that they have allowed. We've seen Aline Vigneault getting fired in that time span as well. The shuffling of the players, the injuries, you name it, we've gone through. But at the end of the day, this team is it's not it's not like it's it, it, they're running out uh, running into bad fortune this team is lacking effort this team is lacking the talent and we went all in on this offseason to try to shore up this team but yet this team still has a lot of freaking issues mike yo has his his he's got his hands tied right now right he hasn't had a full practice with these guys and the flyers thought it was a good idea to fire Vigneault day after you're going into a back-to-back -back and you're still in a tough stretch of some games here instead of firing him uh before the weekend started that way you had three days to figure out this team and figure out what what your what kind of plan you're going to implement for mike yo and again chucky and and the and the flyers organization putting this team in a bad situation and it's just pretty damn ugly but let's get to this game first not obviously not really much to kind of highlight here for the flyers and another shutout loss fourth shutout loss in the season for the philadelphia flyers um but this game in the first first uh, period uh, the flyers actually you know they uh they kept the devils out of the out of the goal that's really all i can say i de definitely felt like the devils had some better opportunities flyers played a little bit better defense but still um they kept the they kept carter hart busy in the second period, as we all know, this is the period where the Flyers typically this season have fallen apart. For whatever reason, the Flyers in the second period are just a terrible, terrible team. And the fortunes continue in this game. They allow two goals in this period. Um, the first one you get, it, it was absolutely embarrassing. On the in, the in the Devils' end, the Devils win the faceoff. They march all the way down to the other side of the ice. They're literally passing the puck from one side to the other. 
They have there's like gaping lanes that the Devils can easily pass. Like I could have made those passes to be quite honest with you. And what you're seeing is just guys like just lost, not knowing what exactly to do or what exactly is going on. The Devils had different opportunities of scoring that goal, but in the end, you had uh, Jesper Bratt from Nico Heischer. Heischer passes the puck from cross ice, and Jesper Bratt with all the time in the in the world. Gets it past Carter Hart. And now Carter Hart was in a tough spot because Travis Sanheim accidentally took his stick away from him. So Carter Hart was stickless. But it was glove side. I feel like Carter should have made the stop there. But regardless, he did not get any help on that as well. And the Flyers would go down one to nothing. Uh, we're talking we're talking five minutes into the second period, and you're the Flyers are already down one to nothing. And it just did not feel good after that. We know that this Flyers team has been struggling coming from behind, especially in this 10-game losing streak that we've been currently on. But that was just a bad goal to allow. We move forward six minutes later on the power play. The Devils were awarded a power play goal there. Um, Ty Smith from the point was able to rip one uh, past, uh, past all the defenders. It looked like, again, the Flyers lost again. Uh, both the Flyers defenders on the PK giving, like, they give all this space in front of the net. Ty Smith was literally right in front of Carter Hart. No one was challenging, uh, Dawson Mercer, I'm sorry, who was sitting in front of net. And Dawson Mercer was able to redirect it perfectly and get it past Carter Hart, and the Devils would go up two to nothing off of, off the power play. And in that second period, turnovers, uh, obviously power play opportunities in that as well. And the, the Flyers just looked lost. And this is continuously happens in the second period where the Flyers just lose their their momentum, they lose their cool, and they just lose the freaking game as a whole. Uh, third period, they they kept the Devils out again, but it was uh, really not much that they could do. You know, I was watching the last two minutes of this game. The Flyers had an uh, the Flyers had the empty netter six on five hockey, and we know the Flyers have been able to score on six on five hockey. But it looked honest, honestly, it was hard to watch. It looked absolutely terrible to watch that type of motion. And the Devils would end it off with uh, Michael McLeod uh, getting himself uh, a goal to uh, to kind of put it away for the Devils with that three nothing, and uh, that would be it for the Philadelphia Flyers losing three to nothing to the uh, New Jersey Devils. I'll be quite honest with you: if the Devils were a different team, this score might have been a little bit different. As I'm noticing now that this is a little bit too high here. That's better. All right, <laughs> um, but. Yeah, if this was a different team, the Devils would have probably won six to nothing. Um, the thing is, is that the Devils again are not that good of a team. Uh, no disrespect to the New Jersey Devils, but they're just not that good of a team. They have some good young pieces, yes, but you know this is two straight wins now for the Devils against the Flyers, where they had command. Um, they had their way against the Flyers. They could do what they want. You know, Dougie Hamilton had a big game in that first one, along with uh, Johnson, but in this game. Uh, the Devils just took advantage of the Philadelphia Flyers who were in a bad spot. New coach, not a lot of practice. They're lacking confidence, and you saw it all night long with these guys. The lack of confidence, the not enough, uh, not enough practice time to know exactly what they're doing, and top it all that, uh, these guys were just not communicating enough as well, and they just look to be in, in different time zones, to be quite honest with you, and this is what we're seeing right now. Another po another part that I, I noticed from, you know, in the second game under Mike Yo on Monday night, or I'm sorry, on, yeah, on Monday night, I, yeah, Monday night against the Colorado Avalanche, you saw the Flyers actually hold on to possession. They had some good uh, moments of possession with the puck. 
they were able to actually score the puck as well with five goals, uh, especially on the power play. The Flyers had two opportunities on the power play, and it was putrid again. But tonight, that all went out of the door. There was not good uh, possession with the puck. I really didn't feel like they had many good opportunities as far as goal scoring in this game either. And, and that was an issue as well. Like what happened from Monday till now where that possession, that style of play that you played on Monday went away. Colorado is a much tougher team than New Jersey as well. And that literally all went out the door. And uh, I, I just I just have no, no words, no answers for that. Uh, you're right now. All, all these players, like there's not really one player that we can kind of you know point the finger at and kind of criticize. It's literally everyone is an issue, and everyone is either they're just looking lost. I I really don't want to say it's effort, but yeah, I guess because I did see a lot of standing around. The Devils had their way in the neutral zone. The fact that the Devils could just get past the Flyers in the neutral zone like it was nothing is a problem as well and that's a big reason why the New Jersey Devils were were able to have the, the type of night that they did have uh, 27 shots on goal for the for the New Jersey Devils I didn't think the Devils did anything crazy offensively but the, the, the Flyers gave them opportunities and that's really what it was whether it was in the neutral zone or whether it was in the flyer zone and they they literally uh, did not know where to go and the Devils uh, had a game plan and Lindy Ruff had a game plan and they they executed not to perfection, but they just did their job essentially, and and it really uh really has been an issue here for for the uh, Philadelphia Flyers. Like I don't know what else to say about this team. Like we've talked about this at nauseum. We know the issues. We know the power play is a joke. We know these guys can't score a goal to save their lives as well. Um, we know that the defense is is an issue as well. Ivan Provorov looks terrible. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Um, he he just keeps getting beat. He doesn't look confident with the with the puck at, at his stick as as well, and it's just a major major concern for him too. I mean, you know, guys like Kevin Hayes, Closure Rue, Sean Couturier, Travis Konechny, JVR. Um, I mean, heck, I'll put Oscar Lindblom in this category as well. These guys just aren't producing, and I, I barely even heard their name to be quite honest with you either. And it, it's it's just a major concern. You know, we're, we're the Flyers. Uh, the Flyers spent a lot of money, and they were close to the cap this offseason. They, they did everything they could to build a team to contend. This is not a young team. This is one of the oldest teams in the NHL, and right now, it's just not working. The energy isn't there. The camaraderie isn't there. Um, I, this is going to be a tough task to ask for Mike Yell. I don't know if he's going to be able to turn this ship around, and it's just flat out going to be tough. And I'm at the point right now where I'm I'm giving up on the season. I'm obviously going to be doing recaps. I'll, I'll be talking about it. I'll be watching the Flyers every single night. But I just don't have any hope for this team going forward down the line. You know, and, and you know, when I even look at this Metropolitan Division, I think the Islanders who are starting to feel, starting to get back to it, starting to get healthy again, I think eventually they'll be able to pass by the Flyers as well. Um, and it's just, it's just not, it just does not feel good. It really just does not feel good, you know. And when I even look at the schedule here, uh, obviously the next game we have the, uh, the the Vegas Golden Knights. But you know, even after that, you, you got the Arizona Coyotes who will be coming into town. And I honestly don't have much confidence in that game either that the Flyers can get that one done. I'm sorry, we'll be in Arizona for that one. Uh, we'll be in Arizona for that one. I don't have confidence the Flyers could do that. Then you got the Devils coming back next Tuesday. And then you got the you're going to be in Montreal, and then you're finishing next week with the uh, with the Ottawa Senators coming into town. So really not feeling good about this. Like I don't know where this win is going to come. 
and it's sad because you would think that they'd be able to beat an Arizona Coyotes team, but I just don't feel that confident as well. And by the way, Shane Gossespierre has like something around 20 points already this season, way more than any player on the Flyers in general, offense, forwards, or defenders as well. So, and Carter Hart. I mean, Carter Hart. Uh, it's it's feeling like last year where Carter. And, and I'll put Martin Jones in this category as well. Both of those guys have been carrying the team in the beginning of the year. There was a couple of those games where, you know, they were taking 30, 40, almost, you know, 50 shots. Martin Jones saw 50 shots on Monday. And we were talking to ourselves, we were talking after these recaps, saying that, look, you cannot continue playing like this. You continue playing like this, you're going to waste your goaltending because that is not a sustainable way of playing or winning in general. And now you're seeing what's happening. I mean, Car like I mentioned on that first goal, I thought Carter Hart, even though he didn't have a stick, that's a glove side. You should be able to, to stop that. But again, you left your goalie to dry there. And I just really don't know what else we can do here. I'm at the point now, too, where I'm like, why don't we just blow this up? Like, I'm being dead serious. Like, we've seen this iteration of Flyers hockey for the last, like, five seasons, two different coaches, um, maybe, maybe even more than five seasons. But, like... I think it's I think it's time. Like I would I would ra much rather blow this up and start fresh, get a no nice young core in here, and build together. I just want to watch good hockey. Like you know, we'll, we'll watch the Columbus Blue Jackets later on down the season, and you know the New Jersey Devils are a good uh, a good um good reference as well. I know they spent a little bit money, especially they spent the ridiculous amount of money on Dougie Hamilton, but. You know, they have some young pieces on that team. Like, you know, even watching Jesper Bratt, you know, develop into the player that he's become. Um, Dawson Mercer, you have Michael McLeod, Nico Heischer, Jack Hughes has been back for them as well. And he was kind of quiet in, in this game as well, but he's a talented kid as well. Um, and yeah, I mean, I would love to have kind of that. I would love to have some young kids that play their ass off. And that's kind of, I would much rather... This, this team be a young team with a bunch of unknown players, be like a 500 hockey club, and just battle it out every single night, play good hockey, challenge the best of the best. But right now what we're seeing is a bunch of old heads going out there on the ice who look lost and who are being outplayed every single night. And it's not fun to watch. Absolutely is not fun to watch. And now we're, we're, you know we just fired Elaine Vigneault. Chucky's not far from it either. If this doesn't get fixed, if this losing streak continues, and right now we're 8, 12, and 4, I believe it is, if this doesn't get fixed, Chucky's going to go as well. And I think that needs to happen. And it's funny because I, I was I was looking at Chucky's, uh, his his um his work history in the league. Um, he's got some good pedigree. Uh, he was part of the Ducks uh, organization that won cups back in the 2000s. Then he went on to Pittsburgh, who obviously won cups. And then he became the Minnesota GM. Dude, he was there for almost 10 years as a general manager of the Minnesota Wild. And, you know, they, they made the playoffs a lot of those years. And, you know, a lot of the times what could happen is, you know, a lot of these older guys who were part of good organizations, who had some sort of success, they get stubborn and they get stuck in their ways. This league... Every sport in general, but especially this league, this league is constantly changing, constantly uh, evolving. You know, uh, like 10 years ago, uh, maybe even less than that, you had teams going faster. You had a bunch of defensemen in this league who can skate with the best of them. Now you're, you're seeing a lot of teams, you know, moving to a more physical type of play but still have that speed. And the Flyers just seem always behind. And what worse that than to get a, a general manager who seems to be stuck in the old ways. So... 
Um, you know, it's funny because the you know when I look at the all season, the moves he made, getting Rasmus, getting Cam Mackinson, um, getting Ryan Ellis. I mean, look, none of those moves are panning out. Honestly, Cam Atkins had a nice uh, spark in the beginning of the year. He's died off completely. Uh, yeah, I know he had an, a diving goal against the Avalanche on Monday, but his production has not been the same from what it was in the beginning of the year. Um, uh, Rasmus Ristolainen, I mean, he got a lot of crap for the package that he gave Buffalo for, listen, a, a defender who was falling off. Now he's, I, I won't kill him because I felt like he, for the for the most part this season, I feel like he's played well. But it's just right now when you look at it, it's not worth the deal. It just flat out has not been worth the deal. And of course, you know Ryan Ellis. I think I feel like if we had Ryan Ellis here, it, things would be a lot different with the Flyers. But the fact of the matter is, he's not here. And the best ability is reliability and availability. And he is neither of those things right now. And that's where we're at right now. Uh, Chuck Fletcher did what he could to make this team better. It's just not working right now. And that's why I think eventually he will be gone as well. And we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. But the New Jersey Devils have passed you. The New York Rangers have passed you. And you're still stuck in this area of mediocrity. You go online. It, it looks it, it looks like a like a like a war zone. You know, Flyers fans are tired of this. We're all tired of this. We've 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 tried to believe everything they have said. We've stuck with every process that they have given us, and yet we have not gotten there. You know, and it's funny because. People kill Ron Hextall. I, I didn't understand the killing of Ron Hextall. Like, he did something that I thought that this team needed to do, and that was develop the youth draft and, and develop these kids. And I thought we were on our way there. But in 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 light of all that, in the light of Chuck Fletcher coming here as well, a lot of those guys that he brought in, Ron Hextall did, they have all fallen off as well. I mean, what happened to Travis Konechny? Oscar Lindblom, I mean, dude, going through cancer, listen, I... I don't know what that's like, but I really commend him. But you know, let's be realistic and let's let's call it how it is. He's fallen off completely as well. You know, you've had Mike Yo putting him on the, f- the top line to get him some of that confidence, and he got a goal on Monday, and that was great. And he was absolutely lost in this game as well. Um, you know, and it's crazy. You know, we talk about draft picks and, and capitalizing your draft picks, and you know, when you watch New Jersey Devils and you see Nico Heischer out there, you can't help but think like, wow. They literally bamboozled us. They took Nico Heischer, which allowed Nolan Patrick to fall to us at the number two overall in that draft. And we've seen how that draft has gone so far. Nico Heischer's turned into a really stu- a really good player. He's the captain of the Devils. And Nolan Patrick, I mean, he's being a disgruntled mother effer, and now he's out in Vegas. And we're actually going to see Nolan Patrick on Friday, but that really killed us as well. You know, luckily we were able to get Carter Hart, and that's been a good, um, you know, reconciling uh uh, gift, I guess you could say, but uh, Ivan Provorov has fallen off as well. Like it, the list goes on and on, and and we can't keep relying on some of these older players to keep getting the job done. Uh, especially, you know, Claude and and, and Sean Couturier, uh, specifically. That's where I'm going to look at. Really haven't done anything in this league besides put up stats um, and won some awards as well. But when you look at the playoffs, I mean, really, what have they done? You know, and when when they actually. Made it to the the Stanley Cup. Well, Coots wasn't here, but even even the year when they made it to the second round against the Devils in 2012, I believe it was, Coots and Giroux were just kids. You know, that's a long time ago, and so that that's why I say like as much as I love Coots, as much as I love Claude Giroux, and I don't think that the slandering that some of the Flyers fans give Claude Giroux is granted, but I just think that something 
has something drastically has to change. Six head coaches in the last 10 years. We've been to what, three GMs now in the last 10 years as well. Like you're now becoming one of those franchises. You're becoming the Cleveland Browns. You're becoming the Sacramento Kings. You're becoming the Miami Marlins. You are becoming the Arizona Coyotes, I guess we could say. You are becoming one of those teams. Something has to change. Structurally, this team needs to change. And I I don't know where we go from here. I, I really don't. So we'll be back on it on Friday. We'll be up in Vegas. And again, practice time was something that we're not really going to get. Uh, and that, that's that's a tough part here about Mike Yo. He came into a tough week here. We ha- we're playing. I think we're playing four games in this week, and he doesn't have enough time to get these guys acclimated, get a system going, and, and get these guys uh, on the same page. He doesn't have that, and that is an issue as well. So we'll see how well, how that 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 how that gets fixed. And the Flyers need to, you know, especially these Flyers aren't scary. Like they don't get any clo- they don't get any good opportunities to score a puck, and that's on them. The way they enter the zone is just terrible. Even the forecheck is just embarrassing to watch. They dump the puck and no one's chasing it. They they're near the bottom of the league with with dangerous chances on goal. It the, a lot a lot just a lot needs to change. I can go on and on and on, but that does it for me here today. Flyers fall in New Jersey three to nothing to the Black Jersey. Uh, Devil, New Jersey Devils. I actually do like those uniforms, by the way. We didn't talk about that, but I do actually like those jerseys. But guys, thank you so much for tuning on in. If you did like what you saw, please hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. We do talk Philly sports all the damn time, so consider joining on in this family and make sure you guys are subscribed. Ladies and gentlemen, I go by name of El Parcero Philly. Until the next time, ladies and gentlemen, have some faith. Let's go Flyers. Yikes.